The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that bad. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Uh, hi, everybody. Hello. Hey, hi. Uh, Marty here. Yeah, I'm Christoph. Welcome to the uh, Rough House Podcast. Appreciate you listening. Yes, and, and thank you for listening. Uh, I Believe me, were it not for the knowledge that last week we uh, received a rather significant bump in listeners, uh, I, I don't know that I would be here on, on today's episode. Oh, uh, uh, really? So, yes. Um, I, I, I will get into that in a minute. Uh, first and foremost, uh, hi, new people. Um, what, what I think I would have preferred had we known in advance <laughs> that I think uh, last week was a good enough out. show to, yeah, uh, yeah, to get sure. people to come back this week. One would hope. Yeah. One certainly hopes. We'll certainly take a look at the numbers and, and see what happens. But, uh, uh, I'm Marty. That's Christoph. Christoph started the show. Uh, I came onto it. Proof positive that if you wait long enough and if you're a fan enough of something, you can just bumble fuck your way into it. <laughs> this is true we we are a living proof of said happening but uh hey if you're here new um we have a patreon page uh it's yes. patreon.com slash the rough house podcast a ton of exclusive information and uh content up there including um uh we got uh sgw updates sgw the long forgotten um southern uh wrestling promotion those are daily updates uh digging yes. back into their very sordid past uh we've got uh some rough house redos we probably have a couple more we have to record at some point soon uh where we redo the commentary for some of your favorite matches we've got uh, some wrestler erotic fan fiction that we read which mm-hmm. is always uh, a delight we've got a uh, christoph song of the day i do uh recap blogs on lucha underground because i'm such a mark for that and a uh, ton of good stuff over there at the patreon page plus exclusive episodes that we put out weekly yes indeed it, it's a whole multitude of stuff plus depending on the level you get we even send you some free swag so yeah. uh jump aboard that patreon.com search for the rough house podcast uh all that being said chris this has been a, a, a week for me my friend uh you, what's what's wrong buddy come you, on you were you were privy to some of it but i i've been on kind of a, a whirlwind tour of uh not having any time to myself uh, the past few weeks, so, adult life is what you're saying. Uh, well, uh, some some adult, some definitely not uh, adult life. Like, uh, for example, weekend before last, uh, I was at Otakon the entire weekend due to my super art fight duties. Uh, Superartfight.com. Uh, yes, uh, but uh, I I've had client visits uh, for work, so uh, I've been in and out of the state for that. Uh, I had to spend uh, almost all of SummerSlam Sunday. Uh, in New Jersey, helping a Ugh. friend of mine move. Yeah, already bad. Yeah, but it's, you it's, find out it's helping my friend move stuff out of his family's house because his parents are getting divorced after oh. 30 plus years of marriage. Oh, that's tragic. Always awesome. Uh, and the dad is not taking it great. Um, <laughs> and. And if I'm totally honest, uh, left work early yesterday, worked from home today, because I am having the worst mucus shits of my life right now. Oh, God. I was yes. expecting that. Yes. <laughs> so uh, 
I thought maybe um, it was something wrong with the basement in your house, not no, the basement of no. your person. No, no, no. House basement, fine. Uh, those watching the video version on the Patreon can see. Uh, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Although part of my weekend was spent rebuilding all of the pavers outside so we'd get less water in the basement. So right. uh, I I have not really had more than 10 minutes to sit down. And when I have been sitting down for 10 minutes, it's been on a toilet. So it's... <laughs> It's been a week for me, man. Well, luckily, the WWE Network is available on a wide variety of platforms, including mobile phones and tablets. So easy yes. for you to catch up on all the haps. Uh, I, I have been making a significant use of uh, the widescreen <laughs> format of the uh, iPhone 8 Plus. There you go. Oh, thank you, Ghost of Steve Jobs. Yeah. Uh, you made it possible for me to watch Becky Lynch's heel turn while I'm screaming on the toilet. Great, turn great question turn. mark yeah uh yeah uh so so let's get into it uh, a lot of stuff happened in the past Tons to unpack here uh we we've we've had takeover we've mm -hmm. had SummerSlam. we've had mm -hmm. uh a raw that was kind of mediocre until the end probably mm -hmm. the the most hot fire last 30 minutes of raw in ages yeah uh, a really good smackdown awesome. um true uh, we've got all in news going on. We've got new Japan news going on. Uh, I, I think here's where I want to go ahead and start because, okay. uh, it, it gets us into the SummerSlam side of things. Okay. Uh, can we talk about how Samoa Joe professional cuckold is my new favorite character <laughs> in professional wrestling? Is that man knocking it out of the park or <laughs> what? Shit. He's knocking oh. the bottom out and knocking it out of the park simultaneously. Uh, dude is on another level of existence right now uh, right. in terms of his promos and his just dickery. He's just being a dick, and I love it. It, it is so goddamn great. With so many other members of the WWE roster, if you gave him that character of uh, kind of creepy dude who's threatening to cripple you and take your wife, yeah, uh, it would come off as really kind of salacious or uh, like the worst overacting you've ever seen. If Mojo Rawley was given that gimmick, you'd just be <laughs> laughing in his face. Exactly. Like, Good. Although, try and take her. Try and take her. Let's try and remove that. Uh, that. Uh, call the locksmith to get those iron underwear off. All right. Yeah, that but shit ain't happening. Let's be honest. Mojo Riley does have that vibe that he's dropped a few pills and a few drinks in. His oh. Time. But that's, that's besides the point. By the way, that's not me condoning his actions. I'm just saying no, no, no. he gives me that vibe. Um, that's how he stays hype. <laughs> yeah, he, he drugs his own drinks. He drugs his that's, own drinks. That's what it is. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Joe is taking this character that would be uh, creepy or perverted with, I don't know, 90% of the roster. Yeah. And just making it like he's a bad, bad man. That, that's the best way I can describe it. Like it's it's shades of Apollo Creed just in terms of, of <laughs> how he is wrecking this dude. Uh, dastardly, uh, dastardly yes. levels. Uh, yeah. the w When it gets personal like that, you really... Um, it, a lot is put into the performer's hands to pull it off. And I think AJ uh, is, is you know, for, for is keeping it together as much as he can character-wise. Obviously, um, as a performer, he's doing a hell of a job of, of telling this story. And um, I, I also think that the fact that AJ and Joe have known each other for so long mm -hmm. uh, makes it even better. One, because of the history. And two, you know, we always say, um, like with Ciampa and Gargano, people who are who – are, are or were best friends and really close friends tend to lay into each other a little more. Oh, so yeah. when the gloves come off between uh, between AJ and Joe, both in the ring and all, all, telling this story outside of it, it is just uh, it is just a full fledged uh, just sex apocalypse. It's amazing. <laughs> it is so good. The match at SummerSlam was fantastic. It was. Probably the first time in a while where a DQ finish in a high profile match like that did not feel like we were cheapening. Out. No. It felt like a natural extension yeah. and builds perfectly to them going one-on-one hell in the cell. Uh, I, and, and Chris, forgive me if I'm incorrect. Is that going to be in the structure itself? Is I don't that, know if they've it, confirmed that. I would imagine so. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a grudge match and those two hate each other. So, you know, I, I would I would think that would be the logical place to present said match. But, you know, who knows? We're we're talking uh, Road Dog and WWE over here. So yeah. you can't really trust anything on the SmackDown side. That that is very much a great point, because also on the SmackDown side, we had the heel turn that no one saw as a heel turn except for, oh, you know, the announcers and the roster selling it as such. Yeah. Uh, as in the women's title three way, much how you yourself predicted 
Mr. Kristoff, uh, that uh, Charlotte ended up basically stealing a win, yeah. which apparently is the face move in this scenario. And it <laughs> made Becky Lynch snap to the Barclays Center and thousands of people across the internet uh, losing their mind with joy. Pop. Huge yeah. pop. Yeah. Uh, basically, this is a side of Becky Lynch I think almost everyone has wanted to see for some time. Uh, she's clearly one of the most talented female roster members. I was just going to say one of the most talented members of the roster full stop. Yeah. And, you know, she gets to have a character beyond quinoa dang. And uh, I, I think uh, I, I think she's really going to to foster a, a new fandom with this. But that question is, is it really a heel turn? Uh, you know, the reaction of everyone on screen says yes. She even did the classic "you people" promo, right? Uh, which is one of those tropes uh, in 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 professional wrestling promos that I, I could totally live to never hear again. Yeah, that's heel yeah, work one hundred and one, though. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's a trope, but it's tried and true. I mean, it's been used uh, throughout the ages. Uh, right. And by ages, I mean the past hundred or so years of professional wrestling. But it it you know that's your surefire bet. Once that happened, you're like, okay, they're they're for whatever reason pursuing this as Becky going heel um but the fans are cheering her <laughs> it's she's because anti-roman reigns right now well well that's the thing that that is so interesting is in charlotte you could have another roman reigns situation if they don't play this right yeah because she's supposed to be positioned as the face whereas and i know that uh this is probably something that you know any of the old school wrestling types would say is a bad thing becky as a heel is actually making legitimate points yeah. As as to why she's frustrated and to as to why she's angry with Charlotte Flair, you know, seven time champion. Charlotte hasn't been on the roster that long. Like, uh, it's pretty clear who's getting a pretty constant opportunity. And it's not the redhead girl with a thick accent. Yeah, no, you're right. And look, I'm a huge fan of Charlotte, uh, her yeah. in-ring work and her, you know, uh, her her character work less than her in-ring work. She's very uh, super talented in the ring, very athletic and uh, a hell of a performer. Um, I think they go to the flair cry well way too often. Um, a little too much, yeah. Yeah, especially, you know – especially if you're trying to present your women as these, these dominant uh, strong forces, you know, having them cry and hug each other all the time doesn't really help that too yeah, much. Yeah. Um, but uh, Sh Charlotte being a flair uh, is a lot better of a natural heel to begin with than a Becky Lynch. Um, and that's not to say that I haven't enjoyed this stuff from Becky over the past week. I have, and I think she's doing great at it. It's, it's just, it's, it's just not natural. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm confused as to why or how long they're going to continue to present it this way, because, you know, once they get outside of Brooklyn, maybe they'll start booing her once they get to Peoria or some shit. Uh, but the Brooklyn crowd, especially, uh, for SummerSlam and SmackDown was super in the corner of, uh, the aggro Becky Lynch, even when she was, that pull apart was great on SmackDown. Oh, it, it was a 10 out of 10. Like that, that's one of the best women's angles they've done in some time. Yeah. Uh, and, and right, kind of, uh, the, the complete opposite of the kind of overdone and trite, uh, Ronda Rousey, excuse me, Ronda Rousey, Stephanie McMahon angle the night before. Man. Um, we'll, we'll get into that of course, but, uh, I just thought it was a great angle. I, I thought uh, it, it showed a, a lot of fire out of Becky Lynch. I know that that's kind of her thing, but mm -hmm. uh, I have not seen her this uh, this is this much in the zone as an on-screen talent as she is now. Yeah. You know, it's been ages since she's laser been. focused. She just came yes. out to the ring with purpose, and you know, just cut a fire promo. Um, you know, I feel like excuse me. The best way to kind of maybe save face is kind of do a double turn situation sometime um in, in the near future because you know I, I i really think that people are going to continue to to cheer for becky i mean it's a natural uh story that they told of her you know being so uh frustrated by everything and then have you know she gets her title match and then here comes charlotte you know mm -hmm. back from injury mm -hmm. and gets a title match right away butting into her match right uh, and it based and steals the title from her i mean she had carmella in the disarmor and was she was ready to tap out when she got for for what they're doing but um just the 
the the the the attitudes of the two performers involved they just they just need to be switched i i couldn't agree more it it, it, it is such obvious booking that that's where becky would turn on charlotte as a face yeah she'd worked this hard she came so close to getting the title and her friend stole it from her yeah uh i would say that makes charlotte the heel in this but then again you could go you know even from the golden age of wwf uh hogan did shit all day long that is technically the work of a cowardly heel i mean look at his stuff with uh macho man 97 and miss elizabeth yeah uh, yeah i was uh, a born and bred hulkamaniac but even then i realized wait macho man randy savage has a point in this that yellow bastard's an asshole trying to steal his woman i i i feel like if they keep trying to do this without the double turn, they are not going to see the results they want at the end of the day. Yeah, um, agreed. But, but uh, also on SmackDown, I didn't really think we'd be going all, all down the SmackDown side of things. Uh, hey, but, whatever. Well, that's, that's where we are right now. Yeah, uh, but uh, I got to say, uh, one of those uh, chicken shit and a chicken salad instances, if WWE is back to do a corner, they find a way to do something totally awesome. Uh, Rowan tore his bicep of the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, yeah. and in turn, we got a rematch of the SummerSlam match, which was a decent match. Not a lot of crowd heat, unfortunately. Um, the SummerSlam one or the SmackDown? Yeah, one? yeah. The, the, talk about the SummerSlam one. They, I was they, enjoying the SummerSlam one. I, I was, I was sucked into that match until the finish pissed me off. Yeah, uh, and and I'm with you there. Uh, Xavier taking the the crazy dive to the floor, oh, doing the elbow drop. Um, but I mean, the Barclays Center crowd definitely seemed to be a little more subdued than I would have wanted, especially for a dude killing himself uh, with an elbow drop. But yeah. turns out Rowan tore his bicep in that match, and in turn, they ran it back Tuesday night to do a no DQ rematch with a quick flip of the tag titles and. I think that might be the best WWE TV match this year. I mean, those those guys, the New Day can't go out there and put on a bad match right now. They're yeah. they're they're the uh, British strong style, the main roster. Yes. They're kind of they're kind of untouchable as talent right now. And you know, uh, kudos to Rowan for for working through that match injured and Harper doing most of the heavy lifting. But yeah, uh, for a, a SmackDown main event, one it's a good capper off for the four nights at Barclays Center. The crowd was way into it. You know, I'm sure there were people that were there all four nights and. Christ, I couldn't even watch all four nights four consecutively. That's a hell of a yeah. lot of wrestling. Imagine sitting in that chair for that long. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, the, the match was fantastic. It was it was a good call. I thought that's what was going to happen at SummerSlam. Um, but uh, it, it happened either way. So I, what I really feel bad for here is the Bludgies. I mean, you know, they had a really, you know, they had a pretty monster run. Uh, they squashed pretty much everybody uh right. around on the smackdown side and then you know <clears throat> this this whole gimmick came up after injuries from both men and now uh the the injury bug is, has bit him again so i'm curious to see what happens with the luke harper um there are rumors of uh bray wyatt being uh, ready for some kind of new direction repackage sort of thing. Uh, maybe uh, I've heard people tossing out the idea of Braun Strowman recruiting Bray and Harper as his yeah. heavies shield yeah. style swamp I, shield. That's exactly uh, where I was going to go with this Yeah, because if we bounce over to the raw side, uh, what a fucking hot main event God that was. Damn dude. The rest of that show not even bad just actively it was there. disinteresting yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh again feel sorry for those folks who went four nights in the barclay center because night three was a slog until the end yeah and, and <clears throat> i don't know if paul Heyman had anything to do with it and, and i'll explain why i think paul Heyman might have something to do with it it's that classic ecw thing of you throw so many disparate pieces into one match uh -huh. that it gets everyone over yeah so you had Roman looking like a you know a great defending champion defending mm -hmm. on his first night as champion. Yep. Yeah, the crowd's still not totally into him. Uh, but hey, we got a title match on a Raw. That's yeah. new and different. You had yes. Finn Balor looking like a total main event guy, which he desperately needs to because let's be honest, especially now the way things look to be set up, there's not a lot of mix and match in the Raw main event roster. Yeah. You had Braun coming in to cash in, which the crowd went ape shit for, especially because it was teased the night prior. And then what the fuck? The return of the shield? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it had kind of been in the back of my mind a little bit ever since Ambrose was back. Like, oh, well, he's back. They're all healthy. Maybe they're going to try and do something down the line. No way in a million years that I thought it would happen uh, this week. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it, made, it made sense. The crowd popped major for it. I popped major for it. And, you know, I was happy that they didn't, you know, the three of them just totally murk braun braun got his shit in and tossed yeah. him around a little bit too yeah to keep him built up and be this you know this monstrous badass that he is so um yeah it everything about that was was hot fire and great now i'm very excited to see if they're you know going to come out as a unit um continuously from here on out through the crowd they got uh, merch again so yeah. I'm, a, I'm assuming that they will be yeah the merch is i don't i don't really like any of those t-shirts to be Not, honest with neither you. do i but They're i I, really I, I i i still just love and, and it's, it's <laughs> what i put out on our social media that the kayfabe reasoning behind this had to be all right if braun cashes in we're gonna reform the shield tonight yeah, and if that happens, you tell those merch guys to be ready. Yeah, they need to have that yeah. posted Tuesday morning. Damn right, man. They don't they don't miss an opportunity to sell some merch. They are good at that. So yeah, that was that was awesome. Seth Rollins having another great showing uh, at SummerSlam, defeating yeah. uh, Dolph Ziggler for the IC title. <clears throat> and Ambrose uh, being in his corner at SummerSlam and then having a match against Ziggler on Monday. You know, yeah. when, when Ambrose reappeared last Monday, you were like, oh, he's got a new look. He looks all beef caked up. Uh, he looks like a, a good shit kicker. Maybe he's dishing yeah. all, the, the, all the funny hokey shit. And, uh, but judging by the match on Monday, things are going in the right direction. He had, uh, he had some oomph. He had some attitude. Yeah. He looks great. He, that shove that he gave uh, Ziggler out of the, the corner when he was in the ropes and Ziggler pushed yeah, him and yeah, he yeah. shoved him to the ground. I'm like, hell yeah, Dean, let's do this. This, yeah, this yeah. was, this was a Dean Ambrose. I want, I want a silent ass kicker. Uh, I don't want, you know, somebody uh, squirting ketchup mustard in my face. Yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely was not uh peak Dean Ambrose no. by, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Now I, I do want to ask you uh, doubling back real quick to Braun yeah. versus the shield. Now, yes, yes. Braun, Harper, and Wyatt as a trio to take on the Shield. Let me just keep throwing money at the WWE Network until they make it happen. Like yeah. I, I, I want that in my life uh, terribly badly, uh, especially because Bray Wyatt was teasing it the other day because he was quoting his old tweets. You know that he sent to the Shield back when. Now maybe that's just him going into business for himself. Huh? Not the first time anyone's done that. Won't be the um, last. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'd love to see it. That being said. I know this is a dumb question to ask, but it's one worth asking. I know we're in the shades of gray era of the WWE and we have been since 1997. Yeah. Who's the face and who's the heel? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. There, there aren't, they aren't really clear with that. I mean, Braun, I, I guess would be leaning towards the heelish uh, side of things. Cause you know, he came out on Sunday at, yeah. at the beginning of the main event saying that yeah. he wasn't going to, you know, wait uh, until somebody was down and injured to cash in. He was going to call a shot right. and pop the crowd. And I got super invested into that main event and yeah, the genius of uh, Vince McMahon, he duped us all into caring about the main event. We couldn't yeah. give two shits about. So I applaud you, Vince. <laughs> and man, did they feed out as soon as humanly oh, possible. That was a quick show. cutaway right there. Yeah. I was like, done. Put the graphic up. Yeah. This is NXT. Once the once the graphic shows up, yeah, uh, it's, it's over. Right on 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 a WWE show, you know it's over. Um, right. And then you know Shield. Um, they are. I, I saw like some uh, some after the after Raw went off the air and they were high fiving everybody, sort of thing, acting like the the fun baby faces. And really, the Shield uh, reforming, they're the Hounds of Justice, and they came out to undo a uh, an injustice because Strowman, despite what he said on Sunday, came out on Monday with Roman Reigns being uh, you know exhausted from this match with Finn Balor and is trying to cash in. So I say to you, That's that fair. is injustice. Uh, hence the reformation of the hounds oh justice um and and here we are with uh with shield versus brownie boy that, uh, 
I, I, I like that nickname. You're that, one, that one's going up there with Joey Samoe. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Joey Samoe is unfuckable. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> All I'm saying is if come Monday, Braun's coming out in a three-piece suit doing a You People promo, I'm just done. I'm done <laughs> with everything. <laughs> no, I don't want to see him yeah. in a suit. Uh, I want to see him in less clothes. Uh, I want to see that big, bulging body of his. You follow him on Instagram, you get a lot of Braun chest on Instagram. You think I don't? Come on. <laughs> Uh, that's don't true. Know me that well at all, dude. That's true. Gordon Grace and Braun Strowman. Those are my clients. That's your holy Goddamn trinity. Damn right. And Big E, just yeah. because he's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think that yeah, they might try to make Braun the heel here. I don't know that the crowd's going to go for it. No, I, he's super over. I don't think I don't think you need to have somebody be a heel right now. I mean, you can have two super hot. Uh, People, properties, groups, whatever, just go at each other and, you know, it'll print money because yeah. people are invested one way or another in these characters, either in loving them or hating them or just being happy to see them back together. Uh, it, it's a it's a money scenario and, and everybody wins. I, I'm right there with you. I will say my only concern in all of this is uh, what do we do with Finn now? Finn was made to look like a superstar. Finn looked like he mm-hmm. could have had the universal title in his grasp uh, when he did the fucking final cut uh, and people lost their mind you yeah. know, uh, on, on that almost three count, like the 2.9 on that one. That Crowd went fall. Yeah. Um, my concern is that someone in the WWE writer's room was like, well, he never got his universal title rematch. And someone just went, all right, we're just going to run it out tonight. And that's it. That way you can't say it anymore. Right, right. Like, like someone would just like, oh, we need to close that door. And and I hope it's not a closed door. We we saw on Sunday night that you throw Finn in the face paint, you give him a squash, people remember how special he is. And yeah, yeah, you can argue why wasn't he in the face paint on Monday night, but that's besides the point. He looked like a star. (laughs) He looked like a main eventer on Monday. And I'm hoping that this means we could see him in the mix of top guys. I mean, you know, I, I recognize we just saw a With lot the of revival? it. Uh, Join the revival? <laughs> top guys? Yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, sorry. Exactly. Um, <laughs> man, I feel so bad for those guys. I mean, I, I feel bad for them and the B team because they are trying so hard to do everything with fucking nothing. But yeah, you know, and, and not to be braggadocious, but to totally be braggadocious. I correctly predicted the winner of every of the 13 matches on SummerSlam, except for that tag match. I was convinced the revival was going to win it. And I was very wrong about that. And uh, begrudgingly. So I hate to admit it because God damn it. Do they deserve it? But I correctly picked the winner of every other, all the 12 other matches on the, on the card for SummerSlam. So just a little self high five. uh, No, uh, Solid work. When I, when I took a look at your scorecard at the end of the night, I was very impressed. Uh, Although the one that was not a big surprise was Ronda Rousey winning the WWE Raw Women's title from uh, Alexa Alexa. Bliss. Yeah. Very smartly, squash and a half. Yeah, it had to be. It couldn't be anything else. Of her UFC run. Uh, Not not as short, but still. Excuse me, short enough. Um, I know that there's that rumor that it's going to be Nikki Bella against Ronda Rousey at Evolution, but I've seen nothing so far that really indicates that, besides the fact that the Bellas have been inserted back into our lives for no real discernible reason. Well, yeah. I mean, the Total Bellas season is over, thank God, but Total Divas is coming back, which they're also still on. You get a spinoff. Shouldn't you just go do your own shit and not, you know, hog up the space on the other show? I mean... Was 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 Cheers and uh, Frazier on at the same time, or did no, come no. afterwards? No, and the part that's crazy is I think both of them ran the exact same amount of time. So that's we, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, twenty goddamn seasons of Kelsey Grammer as Doctor Frazier <laughs> Frazier Crane, and they're talking about bringing it back. Well, that one too. Come on. Yep. We yep. don't. We don't need any more Frazier. If anything, give me a sideshow Bob spinoff of The Simpsons with Kelsey Grammer, and I'm fucking happy. All right. Yeah. That that sounds fantastic. I, I would be there <laughs> day one, and then I go, oh yeah. Then I go, oh yeah. Modern Simpsons is not very good, and I yeah, well, yeah. politely yeah. turn it off. Um, anyway, 
Uh, yeah, Ronda, Ronda squashed Alexa. That's that's what we were talking about there. It's uh, what happened. It, it's what needed to happen. And as for the Bellas, you know, they uh, were certainly reinserted into our lives with a backstage promo, and then uh, you know, coming out to 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 congratulate Rousey. I thought with them, uh, and I was wrong because I will gladly admit when I'm wrong. I thought them doing that promo early in the show, saying that they were going to be front row for Ronda Rousey, with yeah. these uh, rumors swirling in the air that afternoon that they were going to. You know, cost uh, Rousey the match, perhaps, or or get involved somehow, or even turn on the, her after um, the match and the celebration when they came into the ring with Natty and 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 Rousey to to congratulate them. It was just a really awkward sort of thing um, for them to be in the ring for that. I mean, I, I really don't yeah, know I, the meaning because nothing really came of it. Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And unless they're building to God knows Stephanie McMahon against Ronda Rousey at Evolution, I don't really know what the whole purpose of that angle was besides Ronda likes everyone else too. Like yeah. that's, that's the only thing I could d- discern from it. Uh, one more quick Ronda Rousey note. Yeah. Uh, just want to say to the entire internet, don't think I didn't notice that all of you were making fun of her makeup that she did for SummerSlam. Yes. And a lot of you were the same people who were complaining about someone else making fun of Peyton Royce's look. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I'm it's, just saying. Well, it's a little okay. awkward. Um, a little um, awkward. A makeup choice is a wee bit different than um, uh, body shaming. I think. I, 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 I think they're both shitty things to do. That's well, me. She, she uh, came out uh, looking like fucking Mantar, dude. She came out looking like fucking Black Swan. That's a badass move. Uh, okay. She was Woe Mantar. Okay, <laughs> that's that's what she was. It was it was it was laughable. But she I, on, I'm she, just saying everybody was like, look, you don't make fun of women's looks in this business. And here's everybody going, oh, look around his face like <laughs> well, it, it's a makeup choice. Like we make fun of Jeff Hardy and his makeup. Cho- Am I sounding like Dave Meltzer right now? <laughs> is this bad? Is this bad? Uh, is this bad? False equivalence. Is that what I'm doing? No, all, all I'm saying is I think everything <laughs> can be made fun of. You can want to make fun of Peyton Royce getting a boob job to get further along in her career? Cool. Hey, go for it. You want to make fun of Jeff Hardy's dipsy do painting eyes on his eyelids like he's Homer Simpson at jury duty? Yeah, fucking go for that. Like, I- I'm just saying I would have liked a little more consistency among the circles of the web that were like, oh, you can't make fun of a, a woman on the r- roster's appearance and then look around his dumb face. Like, look, I get it. Ronda Rousey's a terrible <laughs> human being who doesn't uh, who doesn't support transgender people and believes that uh, Sandy Hook was a false flag operation. Oh, so, you know, she's terrible. But at the same time, consistency, you guys. Consistency. That's all I'm asking for. I make fun of everybody equally. That's, that's, exactly. <clears throat> that's, that's where I am in that. And, you know, the, one more thing on the uh, on the Bella thing. I don't hate Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. I don't hate that match. I don't hate it either. There was that period of time before Nikki went away where she was going full strong style and shit, yeah. throwing forearms like there was no tomorrow. That sounds she, awesome. She learned from John Cena the way I wish Brie would have learned from Daniel Bryan. It's amazing yeah. how terrible Brie still is after yeah. having the seed of Daniel Bryan inside of her. It, the, the math does not compute. I'm sorry. You would have think she would have absorbed some kind of skill through uh, sexual osmosis, but uh, such is not the case. She's hot garbage. <laughs> So I'm really looking forward to this mixed tag match <laughs> coming up at uh, at Hell in the Cell. Uh, Storyline wise, but in terms of Brie Bella, <laughs> I I just love that two seconds ago we were we were making fun of who or who isn't woke enough, and you're like, well, Brie Bella didn't learn how to kick good from the jizz in her, so <laughs> they're married, they have a kid. I know. I just think it's <laughs> look. We never claim to be highbrow, high art. Uh, oh yeah, new shit. listeners, this show's dumb as shit. Just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, we're we're getting a mixed tag match. Hell in the Cell, uh, the the Bryans uh, against the Mrs. The Mrs. 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 Yeah, against uh, against uh, the Bryansons. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, I think that match could be really fun. Yeah. No, look, I enjoyed the match they had at SummerSlam. I think it told the story uh, that needed to, do, to be told perfectly yeah. uh, in, in order to advance this storyline 
through wherever they blow it off, whether it be Rumble Mania or somewhere before then. Right. Um, as soon as Brian lost, I'm like, well, okay. Uh, in my head, I'm like, he's sticking around, and they're going to run this thing through the through yeah. the fall. Um, and you know, if if this booking at Hell in a Cell is to be believed, with uh, Brian's contract being up on the I think second of September, then it looks like he's sticking around for at least uh, a little bit longer, signing some sort of new contract, which is great. I yeah. mean, what I have loved to see him, um, you know. At, at the garden for the, uh, you know, G1 Supercard. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But also, I... Years in the making uh, story with The Miz get oh, yeah. uh, paid off in, in appropriate fashion. So the finish of the match was, I think, mwah, perfect with the yeah. brass knucks and so good. Miz, Miz being Miz and, you know, Brian being Brian, leading with his head and uh, just yeah. leaning into yeah. it. It was it was fucking great. The, the Miz proving once again, he works smarter, not harder. Like yeah. that, that was a personification in that ending. Uh, I, I thought it was great. And and uh, to your point, we are going to see it again because they announced it for the uh, October 6th uh, Australia Super That's Show. That's right, yeah. Uh, with the winner getting a WWE title shot. So uh, at some point, we're going to see Miz or Daniel Bryan against Joey Samoe or AJ Styles. And I don't care what combination that is. That sounds like a good time to me. I'm all in on either either of those foursome uh, just beating the beating the piss out of each other to the end of times to the end of days. So Baron Corbin hits you with his finisher, which will never happen again. No, no. Speaking <laughs> of Baron, uh, I, I guess he's done a good enough job as uh, the wacky GM sidekick as uh, he's now getting a run as the GM. Uh, I get, I mean, rumor is it's because Kurt Angle is taking some time away to prepare for a full time uh, return to wrestling, uh, which scares the piss out of me. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, just I'm, I'm just saying, every bump he takes, I'm gonna just be concerned. Every uh, bump you take, yeah, <laughs> every move you make, Come on, Sting, not 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 Steve Borden, yeah, the, 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 the other Irish, one, the British guy. Yeah. But hey, it all works together because it's all about broken necks <laughs> in the end of the day. Just, just wait for uh, Kurt to take a buckle bomb and you'll uh, see me shit my pants live ugh. and in person, ugh. yeah. Uh, um, but Corbin getting a promotion i Um, guess yeah i like it i like i I always felt like a heel um authority figure was led to more interesting uh sort of things because it makes it makes the baby faces fight from underneath because they're they're the the heel manager or uh gm is going to put uh the other heels in favorable position so i think you know with having kurt as the gm since the since what last WrestleMania essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's like a year and a half run. I think, you know, Kurt did a, a, a good job. He still can't see WWE universe correctly. Uh, and I don't think he ever will, but that's okay. No. Um, Baron's not as smooth a talker um, either. He kind of flubbed over his words in his uh, promo when he came out to interrupt Reigns and Balor on yeah. Monday. But uh, I, I like him being a heel GM, and I think it's going to make uh, make things a little bit more interesting on the Raw side. Oh, I completely agree, and I would say uh, my hope out of this is uh, Baron Corbin is something we haven't seen since Mike Adamley, which is not only a heel GM, but a heel GM who is a complete fucking moron. <laughs> I, I want Baron Corbin to do nothing but toss out bad ideas. I mean, even, even in his spot. Uh, on Monday when he interrupted, you know, the Roman Reigns promo. I forget yeah. what match he suggested, but everyone was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this instead. Like, if that's his if that's his role for the next few months where he just throws out terrible ideas and everyone overrides him, I, I'm way into it. Make him like the Dwight of the <laughs> WWE universe. Was it? Is yeah, Finn Balor going to show up in a in a cheap men's warehouse uh, two piece suit and start yeah. start mimicking him? Yes, yes, exactly. I, I hilarious. I think, by the way, I think that's great. You make you make Stephanie Michael Scott. You make uh, Baron <laughs> Dwight, and, and I think we've got the future plans for the WWE. Oh, um, who's the Pam? Who's the Pam in this situation? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, it can't be Alexa. She's she's too bitchy. Um, I guess Bailey would kind of have to be. Oh yeah, she's a perfect Pam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's cute, but not that cute, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I always had a thing for Pam. I was, I was, I was oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I love me some Jenna Fisher. Uh, she's all in. Fantastic. Um, so yeah. Uh, all in all, I came away from the Mania. Uh, not excuse me, Mania SummerSlam weekend. Uh, uh, more enthused about where things are going. 
hopefully this momentum can continue on. Uh, meanwhile, on the uh, the NXT side of things, Saturday mm -hmm. Night with TakeOver, it was their fourth Brooklyn event. Brooklyn's kind of become their mania, um, where, where they make a big deal of it, blow off some feuds, that sort of yeah. thing. I, I have to say this might have been of the takeovers this year so far, my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I thought it was very good, but even the matches I loved, I felt there were more blow away matches on other shows. I thought it was very, very good. Hmm. Uh, like the the highs were not as high and the low was lower because I really did not care for Velveteen Dream and EC3. Ah, that match. So um EC3's awkward as fuck in the yeah. ring. Yeah, he is. He is. It's like it's like he got so swole he doesn't know how to move fluidly anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He he maxed out all his stats on charisma and he forgot ring work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. That's that's pretty that's pretty accurate for him unfortunately. Yeah. Um but I think that I think part of the reason that match fell flat for a, a lot of people, and I, I didn't dislike it. No, no, um, no. It wasn't bad. It's just compared to the rest of the matches around it, it felt very inessential. It was a main roster match on NXT. Yeah, is yeah. What it was. That was a that was a pretty good main roster match on NXT, where the NXT crowd is not accustomed to that sort of match. Yeah. Um. So I think that's really where the disconnect came in. Uh, but yeah, that was that was probably the low point um, of the evening. The ridiculous finish to the main event may have been another not so uh, high point. Definitely uh, main roster. Felt like uh, I don't know if he did. That felt like Shawn Michaels' agentine right there because it was <laughs> very melodramatic. And it well, it was, but this whole feud classic. has been. I know, but that's that's classic Sean too to just be you know I, as as over the top dramatic as possible. Yeah, I mean um, that was that was uh, that was akin to I'm sorry, I love you uh, in terms right, of uh, right. in terms of melodrama there. But um, you know the the match itself up until the last five minutes or so, I thought was was really well done. There were callbacks oh, to sure. other. Uh, other matches they've had in the past and the, their entire history, yeah. uh, and 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 I think Morrow really uh, brought his his a uh, game and energy into, into calling it. There was there were some fun spots in there. I always pop for a good fire extinguisher spot. Oh yeah, um, and they you know they tore the ring up. Thing the one thing throughout that whole match that I was I was very uneasy about is they left the top part of the stairs upside down just laying there and there were a couple maneuvers that came really close i'm like please don't yeah, yeah, do yeah, any yeah. high flying moves yeah. near that thing because it will slice your fucking head off and i don't yeah. want to see any decapitations on my takeovers how'd you feel about the upside down table spot um weird yeah but okay i mean yeah. i guess the physics of it makes sense yeah the the thing that was what ultimately made it work and i was like oh okay that that makes it logistically make sense is the i guess it's a little um inner lining underneath uh -huh. the table that was pulled off right and that's how i was able to break with the other table beneath it um, perfectly perfectly down the middle like it was, oh yeah like it was pre-cut or something yeah right i don't know what that's about hmm. um but like as yeah. as good as i thought that match was and props to johnny gargano's spider-man venom gear yeah um, uh, my my issue with it was i know they were in a rock and a hard place scenario where i'm sure they had plans for the three-way yeah. and they had to then scrap it all and do this last man standing match it felt like diminishing returns because as good as the first two were and this one was still quite good i've seen it two other times in Recently. very near recent memory yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you know yeah. it's the reason why you can't eat steak every day it's not as enjoyable as it goes on because you're eventually you want something different um not that again not that it was bad if I saw it in a vacuum by itself, I'm sure it's very good. It's funny. But, yeah. It's funny you bring up the steak thing. I was yeah. thinking to myself earlier today after I went uh, to Burger King for lunch because I hate myself. Um, there were there were a lot of old people eating mm -hmm. lunch at the BK Lounge uh, yeah. today. So when I when I was back at work, I was thinking to myself, if I was old and knew that I was uh, not long for this world. Where would I eat uh, just continuously? And mm -hmm. I think the answer is Baja Fresh. Um, ah, the Badger Fresh. Yeah, I think uh, their nacho um, nacho uh, burrito with carnitas is possibly uh, the perfect food. 
<laughs> I, I I have to go back to a, a Baja Fresh. I've not been to one in easily ten years, so I it's spectacular. I I have to see because personally, I of of the two bigger chains, I'm a Qdoba guy more me than too. a Chipotle yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'd have to see how the the Baja Fresh works for me. Question on the BK: Do you go fries or onion rings? I want rings. I Good usually man. go to rings. Good man. They're strong. It's a strong onion ring. Uh, their fries, the BK fries, aren't great. Um, Since they changed the formula, a bit better. But still a not bit better, but still not great. I mean, McDonald's still the king of the French fry. Wendy's, as much as I love their social media, their yeah. fries are 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 just just a dumpster fire. I, I've had them fresh and they've been pretty decent. But yeah, McDonald's like rules it hands down. Although yeah. Chick-fil-A throws, you know, the wrench. Well, that doesn't count. They're, in a, they're in a league of their own. Uh, also on Takeover, we oh, had. Yeah. Uh, yes. Also, we'll, we'll get back to food. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, also on TakeOver, we had the fucking amazing uh, NXT tag title match between yeah. Undisputed Era and Mustache Mountain. I could watch these guys have matches for the rest of my life. Quite uh, forever, indeed. Holy shit. It was just so good. And and having seen uh, Bait and, and Trent Seven uh, live just a few weeks ago, the ability yeah. to know like they can work so many styles. They can work this crazy high spot action. They can work comedy, you know, like and fucking Bates 21 years old. How good is this kid going to be? Dude is a stud in yeah. every meaning of the word. Like he is hella talented, uh, hella athletic, hella yeah. uh, charismatic. Uh, not a bad looking chap either. No, um, dudes, dudes. With all, all disrespect to Lex Luthor, or Lex Luthor, Lex Luger, <laughs> Tyler, Bate, Tyler Bate is a total package and a Superman. <laughs> Fuck both of them, uh, Luther and Luger. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, the big strong boy, as he's called in the UK. Uh, really, that's what they call him. I know. I know. Uh, he he put on a show and a half uh and, and i loved the callbacks to the prior matches yeah seven threatening to throw in the towel and then throwing it in the crowd and you know just just a great match i would have been totally fine with the title change there but i'm thinking we might see british strong style undisputed era and the war raiders throw down at war, war games. games yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's that's the direction I think this is all going in, and what uh, a nice feud starter from uh, the War Raiders as they run in there and just destroy Kyle O'Reilly and Roddy Strong. Yeah, after uh, after a hell of a, an athletic match with the two yeah. of them, Roddy Strong spent a lot of time in a tanning room this past week. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, they got just absolutely demolished um, by Axe and Smash. I mean, War Beard, Hanson, and Rose. <laughs> so uh, no, 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 I I, I do like uh, I do the like Ascension. the War Raiders. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do enjoy them and i think uh i think their big first first big uh title feud should be should be one for the record books um so uh my question to you is which yes. of, of these matches did you prefer the tag team match or the adam cole baby ricochet match uh, i i'm gonna say something kind of controversial i i did love adam cole ricochet a lot that finish was absolutely insane the last 10 minutes were absolutely fantastic took a little while to get going the the opening few minutes were not what i had hoped and and maybe it was they wanted to take the crowd on a ride build it up man start slow build it up but yeah uh i the the bell to bell action of undisputed era and mustache mountain is my wheelhouse that that's the type of shit i love right it's not to say that wg over here <laughs> right right that's not to say that i thought that adam cole ricochet was bad no it was a stellar match and you know it's like one one a for match of the night um but that fucking super kick i i've seen that in animated gift form easily 300 times since i watched it live just to I see know. you know the the small level of of uh uh, of uh, precision, the window yes, of error, the, the window of error, the small window of error. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, th that Adam Cole had to hit that kick, and yeah, it wasn't like a full extension super kick, he caught it like a, a, on the way down, but it was just out dude, of this world. And dude you kicked see, him in the throat, yes, and you could see Ricochet's neck swell yeah. up. Uh, Ricochet's clearly, you know, a, a top guy for the brand. If he wasn't already, he definitely is now, yeah, and like i i want adam cole and ricochet to be their generations rock and triple h i, I want these guys yeah. 
you know, when they first go on the main roster, I want them to feud. A few years down the line, I want them to feud. When they're both main eventers, because they're going to be, I want yeah. them to feud. Like, yeah. constantly run this back now and forever, because those two are are so wonderfully diametrically opposed right. as professional wrestlers. You know, Adam Cole's got more charisma than Ricochet. Ricochet's got more uh, in-ring skill and and yeah. all the flippy dudes than Adam Cole. It just like everything they do is the alpha and the omega. It's no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really, really dug the match, and I hope we get to see it for the NXT World Title soon. I hope we get to see it for the IC title, the US title, for the all World the Title. You know, yeah. Just keep running it back. Just keep bumping them up. Uh, it was fantastic. What, what did you think, Chris? Uh, that was my favorite match of the night, but maybe that was because uh, of my uh, self-processed marketude for uh, Ricochet, Prince Puma sort of thing. Uh, he's my fucking dude. I love that guy. And uh, I thought that he, you know, is just an, another out of this world um, talent uh, that that like leaping Rana over the uh, the top rope yes. is astounding. Uh, um and just so much uh he brings so much to the table you know his promos are getting there and i think he will get there uh, at some point triple h's promos at the, at the beginning weren't that great either yeah. uh, if, we're, if we're comparing the two uh you just did so uh yeah there's there's a a bright future for both of these guys both together and separate um mm-hmm. and I, I thought that match uh was just fantastic and the way it built up you know I, I enjoyed the progression of, of of the story and then it building up to this earth shattering crescendo and, you know, the big uh, finishing sequence I thought was spectacular. So that was my favorite match of the night. Um, and you know what? Honestly, I, I, and not to say I didn't love the tag match, which I did, but I really, really enjoyed the women's match. Uh, yeah. with Shayna Blaze, ba- uh, Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Yes. Um, one, both I love both of their fucking theme songs. I was marking out for almost everybody's theme song on yes, take. Shayna Baszler's theme music is so goddamn good. It is. It like, is. It's like it's a kill switch engage riff. I'm not yes, sure if they yes. wrote it or not, but that if if not, then see the CFOs owe them royalties because that yes. is. Uh, you listen to this fire and then the, the queen of spades song and they're yeah. not that, uh, not that dissimilar, but, um, and Kyrie Sane's, you know, ale storm type, uh, of pirate, uh, it sounds like it should be power a metal Calibre thing. Game. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm so on board with it. And I also love EC3's, uh, theme. Mm-hmm. It's so perfect for him, but the, the women's match itself, uh, Shayna Baszler has gotten so good at playing this character. It's it's uh, it's really refreshing that um, that somebody can come in from MMA, you know. And she's had a lot more time to to prove herself and flesh out her character than right, Rousey right. has. But it, it 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 leads me to believe that Rousey will get to this level, and then Jessamine Duke and um, the other one, uh, Marina uh, Shafir, that's the one. Mrs. Roddy Strong uh, yes. will will come in and and be as good. And with the rumors uh, about their their working house shows now. Now and or at least uh Jessamyn Duke is I'm not sure if uh, uh Marina Shafir I think are they if both? she hasn't already she will be soon okay yeah, yeah. so th- they're apparently coming along and they were going to get this uh horsewoman versus horsewoman thing but uh but the Kyrie's Kyrie Sane is so um so lovable uh you yeah, know incredibly likable I want to like put her in my pocket uh yes. and just carry her around and god bless her my favorite tweet of the weekend she put the NXT women's title in a pirate treasure chest. Yes. And tweeted yes. it out. Bless her heart. Never change. Kyrie Sane, you're adorable and I love you forever. Uh, speaking of Twitter, you should take a look and see the header of her account, the header of Trent Seven's yes. account. And the oh my God, I forgot Bates about account. that. Yes. It's amazing. I need that yes. to happen in real life. Yes. Uh, whether it be a, uh, a Brad Maddox, Xavier Woods page thing or not, that is uh, a <laughs> to you. However, I would like to see just them be friends and, and pal around on the main roster. Um, but the match itself, I thought, was spectacular. Yeah, it was really, really good. The The finishing sequence was out of this yeah. world great. And Tom one Mark. of the things that I loved about it, props to Kyrie saying, when uh, uh, Shayna threw on the rear naked choke, Kyrie's face just went completely dead. Yeah. Like, she just sold it as if she's out and glassy and when she fell backwards still keeping that face and then you saw her legs turn over i yeah. about lost my shit uh yeah one of my favorite stories from the weekend is apparently when they did you know the hey look who's in the front row shot with um mark henry and kevin owens yeah they actually stayed for the entire Shayna Kyrie sane match oh, most they? people only hang out and then leave yeah 
they saved the whole thing and apparently they were losing their mind over the end of the match. So, That's awesome. I love yeah. to hear that. Cause the, the met, yeah, it was, it was, it was a hell of a good match. Probably the best women's match on NXT and Ooh, a while since Oscar left for sure. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. if you know, and that's not to say anything uh, against uh, Cobra. God, I always want to say Cobra. Ember Moon. Ember, Ember Moon. Moon. I get my moons uh, eclipsed. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, there really wasn't that much time between the Oscar call up and in this next generation to really get under their feet. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Great. Great finish. And speaking of people in the crowd, uh, unofficial friend of the Rough House podcast, bro, 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 Matt Riddle showing up with the outfit of the weekend. <laughs> full suit bro hat and couldn't see it on tv but flip flops down below he got his flippy floppies it was nxt <laughs> take brover uh it yeah. was it was yeah. it was good to see him you know uh <clears throat> our buddy paul uh i asked him i was like hey you got any word on this matt riddle stuff a couple weeks ago he's like man yeah. i can't i can't say anything i'm like well yeah by not saying anything you did. Uh, right, but right. I, I appreciate you. You're, you're, you're keeping your word to your, to your bro uh, and, and not saying anything. And thanks again for the ID. Uh, but yeah, dude is uh bro is coming in and he yeah. is tailor built for NXT. I can't yeah. wait to see him uh, explode onto the scene. Yeah. Uh, it, it's pretty crazy. It's all happened real fast for Matt Riddle. Not necessarily just talking about his career. Cause he's only been in pro wrestling like three years or I something know. like that. But, uh, uh his wife did an interview with some podcast uh, and and basically spilled the beans. He was offered a new Japan deal when he was offered it. He reached out to Gabe Sapolsky, guy who runs Evolve, yeah. and is also working on creative for NXT. Mm-hmm. Sapolsky told Triple H. Triple H had a phone call with uh, Riddle. 30 minutes later, he's got to deal with the WWE. I mean, yeah. smart move, dude. Yeah. Smart. That's, that's some smart business right there. Yeah, exactly. You just got to play that game of telephone literally and figuratively. And boom, you, you got yourself yeah. uh, a full-time WWE deal. I, I'm really excited to see what he does. I mean, even just with the guys they already have there. Adam Colt, Matt Riddle. Uh, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle it was also on Indies. So let's put it up there. Ricochet, yeah. Matt Riddle, yep. uh, Roddy Strong, Matt Riddle, uh, anyone from British Strong style, Matt Riddle, fucking Shayna Baszler, Matt Riddle. Let's do it. Let's get intergender <laughs> wrestling. Black, Matt Riddle. Yeah, Alistair Black when his ball gets reattached. Let's just make it all happen. Lars Sullivan, Matt Riddle. Yeah, let's do it. I don't yeah. care who. Fucking Percy Watson comes from behind the desk and decides to throw <laughs> down with Matt Riddle. Let's make it happen. Mauro Ronaldo versus yeah. Matt Riddle. Mamma mia! Mamma mia, bro! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just realized when he debuts, it's every match is going to be 20 minutes of bro puns. Bro puns? Yeah, from I can't wait. Mauro Ronaldo. I can't wait. I love it. It's going to be bro puns and Cardi B references because that's how you do it, Marlo, Marlo Ronaldo. You've never met a bigger fan of puns than this guy right here. <laughs> I, I am all in on it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Good, good good for bro. Uh, a really good takeover card, and it really set the tone for the weekend. Um, trying to think if there's anything else uh, major of note. Brock uh, looks like he's focusing on UFC right now. Got a lot um, of weight. He did. He looked. Uh, he looked. I, I, I noticed he looked leaner the last time he showed up on Raw. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what. What do they call it? A down cycle. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, dude's off the juice. He's back in the USADA uh, testing pool. He's already been Usada. tested three times. Um, surpri- surprisingly. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, hey, just knock on the door. Bend over. Let me get some. Uh, some. Some butt blood. Is that no, how it works? Right. No. 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 How it works. And they don't take a needle from the butt. No, no, they don't take a needle from the sure? butt. I, look, Chris, I haven't told you this, but since I've joined the Rough House podcast, I've been a part of the Asada pool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want us to do this podcast in Vegas one day. So I, oh, okay. I joined okay. in advance. I, I just FedEx bottles of my urine to Dana White. That's how this works, right? <laughs> I've been doing it with feces of Kevin Dunn for years. <laughs> The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. Follow us at Roughhouse SGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. Become a donor to the Rough House at patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N seven lowercase C three lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. 
This is the, the Rough House, Rough House, House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. And Marty? The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. Listen here, baby brother, got some of the kinder care kid, baby, five little small people running to and fro around their house. You got some shit to do. Leave them with me, Dusty D. Diddle Rhodes at the Dusty Rhodes Detention Baby Center. That's right. It's a daycare for your little shits. I was able to raise Dustin into the wackadoo, tranny, gold-covered wackanizzle that he was, as well as Cody. Whatever he did with that mustache, baby brother, he picked it up at the Dusty Rhodes Detention slash daycare center. We got stuff to climb on. Big boxes, small boxes, a Mama Celeste pizza for one. That six of these motherfuckers is going to have to split. Ain't nobody going to get enough food. Someone's going to have to have some Kool-Aid and five pitchers of water, but only one packet. That shit's going to be watery, baby brother. Ain't nobody going to get enough to eat, drink, or play with here at the Dusty Roads Detention Center. Look for me. I'm the house with the spots and the sun with the gold ass paint passed out in the front yard. Use code MUSTACHE for 5% off your child if it's a baby of color, baby brother.